1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, a two-point win over the Boston Celtics for Philadelphia And it wasn't easy, but they did get another fantastic performance from the big fella. What did it all mean? Keith and I break it down next right here at Locked On 76ers.
0: You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA and get on your way to being your best self. Hello, all, and welcome. Thanks again for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97 Father Fanatic Radio here in Philadelphia, alongside my co host and partner, as always, from theinquire.com Sixers Beat reporter, Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith?
0: What's good, D? How you been, bro?
2: Ah, all right. You know a yeah, nice little win and 50 win number 52 on the season for the boys
0: yeah it was it was a good one i mean you know what this is the f- most wins that they had in the regular season since um you know the process you know what i mean since they start winning these 52 games i mean excuse me start winning these games this is like the most for them so
2: okay yeah. well listen we thank everybody for making locked on 76 as your first listen every day and remember Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, we got a lot to talk about. Good win, pick up win number 52, lock in that third seed as well. The magic number was one, so they lock in the win with the win, the third seed, so they cannot do any worse than three in the Eastern Conference standings. We'll also talk about, of course, uh, some struggles because the two scoring players in the starting lineup, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris combined for 10 points in the game, shooting four for 16 from the field, and a combined two for eight from beyond the three-point line. We have to get into that. But first, Keith, we have to start about, talk about the win, obviously, but another tremendous performance from Joel Embiid. Game high, 52 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, all being done in 38 minutes and 37 seconds. But Keith, he shot 20 for 25 from the floor, and a lot of that came from the mid post area where he shot. He typically shoots those jump shots from the nail 15 feet in or out. And he was very, very efficient, very, very good once again, as we heard a lot of MVP chance in the building, in the game.
0: Yeah, he was, he was, he was phenomenal. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, a guy shot 20 for 25, 12 for 13 from the foul line. You know, that that was a, a stretch where he just, you know, it, it looked like he couldn't miss a shot, you know, at certain times. I mean, the crazy thing is, like, he started out, he had 18 points in the first quarter. Then, you know, second quarter, I believe he only had six. Then he had 14 in, in the third and 14 in the fourth. But he, he was phenomenal. He did everything. The biggest thing that really stood out to me was those three assists that he had in the fourth quarter to P.J. Tucker on those threes because old Joel Embiid would say, look, I'm baking, I'm hot, I'm going to keep shooting, I'm going to keep shooting. And he didn't do that. He he, he, he made a great pass to a wide-open teammate, and, and, and P.J. was able to bury it. But, you know, we talk about the MVP. Um, Doc Rivers said that he is the MVP. I have to agree with him after this performance especially on national television, he showed everyone why he's going to be the
2: most valuable player this season. Yeah, he said it. Post-game, Dr. Rivers saying the MVP race is over uh, now. Uh, After that performance, asking what else could he do, he scored more than half of the team's points as they scored 53. He had one more point. than the rest of the team had 51 in total. It wasn't like he was just gunning, Keith. He was doing it in the flow of the offense. They were coming to him. They had a 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guy on him. Why wouldn't he look to score over that while still being able to navigate over top of the defense and see what's going on? He, had a, he really had it going on, man. And, and I agree with you. I agree with Doc Rivers and many others. As we said, everybody was just bellowing it down on him uh, of the MVP chance, especially Keith. Remember when he went to the free throw line late in the fourth quarter and the, uh, the, the crowd was just giving it to him uh, for the MVP chance, which were, again, well-deserved not only for the season but obviously for the performance that he was putting on in front of uh, the home fans but also, as you mentioned, as the national television broadcast was in the building for Turner and uh, putting on that type of show in a game against a team that is their division rival that they hadn't beaten all season long. So I, I agree with you. I agree with head coach Doc Rivers. That he pretty much solidified the most valuable player award with that performance there, at at, at home.
0: Yep, yep. He, I mean, he was he was he was phenomenal. I mean, you got to give it to him, and he scored half their points. Not only that, more than half. More than yeah, more than <laughs> half their points. Yeah, more than half their points. Um, yeah, he. I mean, they don't. I mean, put it this way. I feel like they don't win the game if P.J. Tucker doesn't make those threes, right? Yep. But he was the one who passed him the ball. You know what I mean? So he he was the one who got those assists. So Embiid was phenomenal.
2: No, he gets the respect for that because, to your point, old Joel Embiid would have certainly forced the shot. We've seen it before this season where there were some open teammates and he still forced the shot in, in in a big spot. But tonight, the way the defense was playing him, especially late, he had to find a teammate. Uh, unfortunately, the ones that he's usually able to count on from Harris and Maxie wasn't there tonight, but he found Tucker. He was open. He made the one. Uh, then he made the next one. And uh, as a result, man, he, he just he kept going to him. And that third one uh, put them up a little bit further, putting them over 100 points with that three-pointer uh, that he knocked down. All three from the corner as a result of Joel Embiid being able to be in the middle of the floor navigating how things were happening, the defense shading to him, and he found P.J. Tucker for for those shots. So you have to give him the props for that and, and how he handled the defense. He turned the ball over three times, but it wasn't bad turnovers like we've seen in the past where we've really, really gotten on him for coughing up the basketball the way that he has. So uh, he, he he was phenomenal once again, and I guess we really shouldn't be surprised at this point with the performance that he does put out there. Keith, on the other side, we need to talk about This basketball team, but some of the things that didn't go the way that you would have liked with the others. We'll talk about them and uh, why they need to tighten up, especially if they are going to face this team, potentially in a second round matchup against the Boston Celtics later on in the month of April going into May. We'll do that when we get back right here. Locked on 76ers. You know,
0: let's talk about. um, Let's talk about uh, e-motors, right? eBay motors, right? So for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit you just right, right? So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guarantees Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part fits well. Or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home and win. When, when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Keith, uh, 51 points from everyone else. <laughs> a decent game from, from James Harden with his 20 points and 10 assists, a much better bounce back from what we saw against the Milwaukee Bucks in 40 minutes of play, which was a, a team high. Also getting good production from PJ Tucker with the three, three pointers had another bucket to give him 11 overall. And then you had, I thought, Jalen McDaniels played some good minutes off the bench in his 15-plus minutes of play. Paul Reed also playing decently out there for the short time that he was on the floor uh, gathering three rebounds, two of which were offensive again with his two points. But everyone else keeps struggled. and this is something that we have seen against Boston that they're going to have to figure out. Tobias Harris did have 19 the last time they played. played tremendous defense against Jason Tatum. And the Celtics were without Jalen Brown last night and Robert Williams, uh, two starters or at least a starter for Brown. Williams has been coming off the bench as of late for Joel Missoula's team. That was something that they need to figure that out uh, before they get into the playoffs, especially if they're going to face the Boston Celtics. Malcolm Brogdon, he did his thing again, coming off the bench, giving them uh, really good production as Derek White started from Malcolm Brogdon with his 18 off the bench, outscoring the Sixers bench by himself where no other Celtics players scored uh, in their time on the floor. A uh, little disappointing to see the showing from the others, even with M B getting the touches and the volume of shots that he was able to get. I thought that you would get a little bit more from some of the others.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 the guy, the concerning part is, To be honest with you, there's two things. There's two things that really concern me. Um, One was Tobias Harris' performance. I know you said he had 19 the last time, but I just didn't like the way he played. I felt like offensively, I don't know if he was rushing or whatever, but it just seemed like he didn't find his groove. But the thing that really bothers me or concerns me if I'm the 76ers is Tyrese Maxey. I mean, here's a guy who's basically been struggling all season against his team. Yeah, and he and he did it again. You know what I mean? Like he was two for eight, one for four on threes. He had five thousand. He had four turnovers. Now he was a plus seventeen, but on this night, I felt like he was a. You know, you really can't go by that. You know what I mean? Like I I, I hate to say it. Like sometimes you want to give people credit but um i just feel like you know his shooting just he just wasn't there and he was a, a he was just fouling all the time and he had four turnovers so the thing about it is just Maxi, I, I he needs to play better for the 76ers to win he definitely needs to play better for for them to win and um i'm talking about beating boston he plays well
2: against other teams but he just doesn't get boston you know, it, it's almost like uh, when Ben Simmons would play against the Celtics in the past, and the obvious part was they would build that wall in front of him to make things, you know, really difficult for him to get things going. But with this team, from the length of Tatum and Brown, who are two very, very good wing defenders, and then last year's Defensive Player of the Year and Marcus Smart as a guard. They have three different players that they can throw at Maxi, where they feel like they can put one of the others on Harden and Harris specifically in that starting unit that they feel comfortable of slowing down and disrupting what Maxi does. It's almost as if they're saying, look, we'll take whatever Joel gives us, 52. We'll take what James Harden is going to give you, 20, with the 10 assists. But if we feel like Maxi is the head of things and he's the key, he's the X factor, let's take that away. Similar to what, again, we talk about there with the Ben Simmons part of things in the past where they would really, really uh, take away some things from him, and it was very effective of how they would beat the 76ers without Ben Simmons doing Ben Simmons things when he was right. So that is something that you know they're going to notice, and Doc and Rivers talked about him. Uh, I wrote down some one of the quotes that he said, have to get him, Maxie, involved, and – He had eight shot attempts. He turned the ball over four times, as you mentioned. But when the ball got to him, and it was one play, Keith, where Embiid wound up hitting a jumper to make it, I think it was 89, 89, 88. And he knocked down the jumper. But there was a pass from Harden in that same possession where we've seen Maxie pull up from 27, 28 feet on the catch confidently and just rise up and shoot the three pointer the ball came to him in a very similar way what we've seen all season long from him where he confidently rises up in that spot on the wing with a big spot in the game and he didn't shoot it Mm -hmm. he he dribbled he backed up he reset and then kicked it again and Embiid ultimately made the shot but you could tell that by the time we got to the fourth quarter he had no confidence
0: Yeah, 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 that was obvious that he didn't. Um, I just think that they're a bad – well, no, I think they're just a bad matchup because they're athletic as hell. You know, the other team, they're just really athletic and they can play. So it's kind of like a lot of times – Now he can play too, but a lot of times his athleticism and his quickness gives him a huge advantage. But they're like that team. They may not be as fast as him with the ball – but they're always one after the other. It's like a maze. Like, you got to get past one dude, and then there's another one waiting for you. You know what I mean? And they take the, the help.
2: The help defense is good.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The help defense is great. especially. And they got a bunch of wings, man. A bunch of them. So, and they're long, too, man. They're just a long squad. So, I just look at this as a bad, uh, a bad matchup. But he has to snap out of it yep. and figure out ways. And like you said, he can't. Be scared to shoot after a while. He got to continue to stay aggressive and do stuff. You know what I mean? He can't let that impact his his decision-making.
2: Not at all. Not if they're going to win, and especially against that team in the second round. They're going to need him. They're going to need him in a big spot. At some point, they're going to need him. You know it's going to call for him to beat Tyrese Maxey? He has to figure that out against that team, using that speed, getting to the cup, scoop layups, floaters. Those types of things, they're gonna need that from him. He has to figure that part out. All right, Keith. On the other side, our final segment, we gotta talk about uh, this this whole thing with the team and finally getting this one off off of their back. Why I thought was it was important. Why you thought it was important. Now after the game has been played, do you still feel that way? Why it is still important for me? We'll see about what you have to say on the other side as they get this win. As close as it was and as frustrating as it may have been the stretch because boy, did they have trouble executing. They still picked up the W. We'll get into it next in our final segment right here. Locked on 76ers. The NBA
0: playoffs are almost here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com Locked On. That's FanDuel.com Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ninety three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy five dollar sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Welcome back to Locked On 76ers, that's Keith Pompey, I'm Devon Gibbons, and we appreciate you hanging out with us, Keith. Poor execution down the end of the game, down the stretch of the game, Uh, having to get Maxi involved, needing more from Tobias Harris, not enough bench help from Melton, Niang, who were a combined 0 for 7 and 0 for 5 from 3 overall, but they still picked up the win. As I mentioned on our last podcast, I talked about it on the radio. I just thought it was a psychological thing that they had to pick up a win. Jalen Brown rested uh, in the game as he was out uh, for the game with low back pain. Jalen Brown and for uh, Robert Williams, left knee management. So they sat two of their guys that played big minutes and are key pieces. So maybe it didn't mean as much to Boston. They didn't need it to be. Uh, they've won three games already. They have the tiebreaker. Sixers can't do anything to catch them. Doesn't seem like it with three games left, back two games in the in the standings. But the Sixers needed this just to know that they can beat Boston in a game, albeit not as pretty. Needing a big performance from Embiid once again with the 52 points and 13 boards with six assists, they got it done. Uh, now, seeing it play out the way that it did, uh, as frustrating as Doc Rivers was, and you talked to the players also after the game, do you still feel like this was uh, a, a worthy enough win for them to get that that monkey off their back, if you will, uh, and picking up this W? Uh,
0: yes and no. I mean, I, I think it's good for a confidence boost, but – I mean, kind of like make them feel good about themselves, and they had to do it. The one thing is, I think when you when the Sixers were had all their guys playing, and we know they didn't have their second best player, and they didn't have their top defender, rim protector on the defense on the backside, it kind of sort of, it kind of sort of like like how how much was this team trying, right? Now the one thing I noticed Boston came out very vanilla right and then in the fourth quarter they start ramping stuff up because they broke,
2: they, they stayed in the game
0: yeah they stayed in the game and they but they were able to ramp stuff up and they tried now again I felt like they I'm not saying they were going through the motions now granted Joel and b was baking them but I felt like there wasn't really in a sense a sense of urgency until the end because, like you said, they were close, and then they bring Blake Griffin in, and he's out there looking like the second coming to Dennis Rodman, grabbing all those boards, right? But at the same time, I do think that for the Sixers, it's good to get this victory Had to. because then they look at it as if, like you know, what we played bad, we did whatever. Um, because they did turn the ball over a lot in the fourth, but they're saying themselves, but well, we still got this win. You didn't and get that, swept. Yeah, we the didn't get swept. and But no matter how we, like, critique it, whatever, they can always say, ah, whatever, but a win is a win. And so I feel like with that being said, it was a good win for them. I mean, it is something. But, again, Boston didn't have two of their players. Um, they look extremely vanilla for three quarters, but at the same time, a win is a win. And it's something that the Sixers could say, at least we got the monkey off our bat.
2: It's, uh, it's easier to look at film knowing you have a W, correcting the mistakes while still picking up that win. And an important one in this case of not being again. It's one thing to just simply talk about, we got swept and uh, they didn't. They didn't get swept. Now, it's a different thing when they get to the playoffs. Maybe they take game one in Boston at the TD Garden. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe they lose game one and take game two and come back to Philadelphia looking to do their thing back here in front of the home crowd. Whatever it might be, they got the win, and that was important for the psychological part of knowing that you can, again, at least compete and beat this basketball team. They're going to have to figure some things out once they get there, but they got the W. And uh, there's some things to figure out from the Maxi piece, the bench piece, slowing down Malcolm Brogdon and the impact that he has. Derek White uh, also having an impact against the Sixers team all season long. Those are things they're going to have to figure out if they're going to try to get past Boston in that second round. First up, of course, the first round matchup, but uh, it all looks like that they will be headed to a second round faceoff with the Boston Celtics in round two. Keith, thanks so much, man. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For our next episode, we're going to recap, pardon me, preview the Sixers and the Miami Heat. Another big game, probably the final big game. How much will they play? I think they should. How much will they play? We'll talk about that in our next episode. Now make your second listen. Locked On NBA, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the league. And uh, every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you let the good folks know where they can find us?
0: Yeah, man, definitely. Wherever you get your podcast, you can um, make sure you get this podcast. Uh, you you know, one of those things where, like Dee said, it's free and easy, free and available, whatever to do. Also, what you need to do is you need to go to our YouTube channel and – um You know, when you get our YouTube channel, Locked on 76ers, click on that Liberty Bell and then become a new subscriber. You get notifications and all that. But tonight, I want you all to listen to my man, D, on the Divine Giving Show from 6 to 10 tonight. So definitely do that. Follow Divine on Twitter at DivineG975. Follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on
2: Sixers. And you can read my articles at inquire.com. Keith, as always, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on
2: Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.